OTB Sports Rugby. Don't just take it easy, keep the emotion in check. That's not, not what sport is about. It's about emotion. It's about singing your national anthem with pride. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. It is one of those special, magical Anfield nights tonight as Real Madrid roll into town, the Champions League music players. And Jurgen Klopp is uh, fresh from the fever dream of having beaten Newcastle at the weekend and then brought himself crashing to earth by watching last season's Champions League final again on video. Mark Lawrenson, a video nasty for Jurgen Klopp to inspire him and the team, apparently. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they feel aggrieved, don't they? I think um, they deserve to win that night. If it wasn't for the goalkeeper, for the Madrid goalkeeper, they, they would have won. Sometimes, as we know, in finals, the best team doesn't necessarily win win the game. So... Yeah, I think this is the season tonight, isn't it? This this game and the one uh, when they play Madrid are basically Liverpool's season. So it'll be interesting to see. As you know, the atmosphere will be red hot. Um, but it's Madrid and, you know, they're used to it. They're used to coping, going wherever they play around the world. And, and you know, the home team wanting desperately to beat them. We've seen Real Madrid over the last couple of seasons by all the best young talent in the world, apparently, and um, and start to put it in the team so that... Their legendary midfield trio has already broken up. Casemiro has gone to Manchester United mm-hmm. and we're seeing the other two spend a little bit less time and you're like, oh, that's a very well-run club. And then, out of nowhere, Bacetic comes into the team and at 18 is Liverpool's best player and suddenly the fear, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, was, oh, they've got nothing coming through and they're going to have to spend hundreds of millions to get um, whoever, Bellingham and whoever else will will yeah. re- make them recover. There was For the goal, and it, it doesn't show up on the highlights, but for the, for the first goal against Newcastle, there's a turn that Bacetic does that like creates all the space and then he yeah. just looks up and pings the ball and the goal is on straight away just from the shitty yeah. of the hips and it seems really basic stuff but it was beautiful. Yeah, he's a player and I mean, I hate to go a little bit early with when you see young players come in the team because there's always there's always like, you know, they, they get to a crest and then they drop a little bit and then they come back but um, he's, he's been outstanding and as you rightly say and I've, I've been at all the last what, five or six games since he started and he's been outstanding uh, and he has been the best player. Uh, so it remains to be seen today what, what will happen. I think, obviously, he got Fabinho back at, at the weekend. Henderson's in there as well. And it's an area where you, you need all that experience, but but Bacetic most definitely because he's different. And as you rightly say, he's, he's done that on a few occasions with his turn and everything, and, and people have bought it, playing against him in midfield, and it's, it's made all the difference. He'll put his foot in as well. I mean... I think his first two games, if my memory serves me right, he got booked, but he got booked early on in the game. You think, oh, another, you know, makes a mistake with one of the tackles and he loves a tackle and, and he gets a yellow and he's gone, but he seems to be able to manage it. And it's a classic case of he's just got no fear at the moment. He probably goes home after training every day and says, well, this is easy. Well, I should have done this two years ago when I was a real kid. How important was the identity of the goal scorers at the weekend, Mark, considering the, the gravity of the game tonight? Like, to see Gakpo and Nunez getting the score sheet, remains to be seen whether Nunez's shoulder is OK for tonight, but we'll, we'll see this evening. But for both of them to get on the goal, the goal sheet, a little bit of confidence will do them no harm? Yeah, well, so that's two and two for Gakpo, wasn't it? So it's, that's good for him. And I think the goals were, were very similar, as everybody appreciates. And look, you know, it's, it's something we've been missing, the fact that we... When you don't play particularly well, you kind of 
you you look after the ball a little bit more, as in you don't you don't want to give it away because you think, oh, here we go, they give it back to the opposition, etc. And and for once, we've actually really started to look forward and look. At, and we certainly looked in behind uh, Newcastle at the weekend and and basically cut them to ribbons. So it'll be interesting if we can do that tonight. But the confidence is now high with with those two. I think Nunes will play. I'd be very very surprised if he doesn't. I think he just fell on his shoulder. I don't. Uh, after a bit of treatment and everything, he's probably got some soreness, but surely you would think he'd be desperate to play. And, um, you know, we know he's lightning quick and it'd be good that he does start to test test the Real Madrid at the back. So, yeah, it's a, it's amazing, isn't it? A, a, couple of, a couple of decent results. They were, they were OK against Everton. Um, they were a poor side, as we know. But two results and the, and the place looks completely different. The news now that, you know, FSG aren't going to sell um, as well, so it'll be absolutely banging tonight in that stadium. It is the season. Maybe it's less now the season than it was before because there's still a, a strong possibility that they go on a run and, and they can finish top four, but um, if they were to beat Real Madrid, then the possibilities are really endless for this year. Yeah, it's a big if though, isn't it? Um, because you're always aware that I mean, they've basically played last two games. They were decent against Everton and they were good against Newcastle. But this is a team who obviously all knew they were going to play in a final this coming weekend. And, you know, if you if you drop off 5% in, in the Premier League, we've seen what happens. So, yeah, it's it, it's you're looking at it now and you think, look, if, if they can continue this form and you know, make it even better, they might get a chance top four. But I think we need to wait a little bit because we've had a couple of false dawns as well, and and we still look like we could concede. Uh, I mean, the way that Newcastle started at the weekend, they, they, they could have had a couple of goals so before we'd even really got started. So um, we'll, we'll wait and see. But the signs are good, aren't they? Green shoots of recovery, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair, it's a fair way of putting it. I, I was going to bring up the chances that Newcastle had, and like at their absolute peak when they were winning the league with 100 points or whatever uh, mm. a million goals like they were always playing a high wire act the the high line and Allison was frequently making a number of brilliant saves so like that is kind of part of the Liverpool DNA is that they will concede chances but they're going to be difficult chances and you know it's going to take world class finishing from uh, Vinicius Jr or whoever else yeah, um, problem is, problem is, you might get that, might you, with, with Madrid. Um, I think we're generally. I think word's gone out with all the other teams, certainly in the Premier League, which is that you know have a real go at Liverpool. And the problem has been the fact that generally the kind of midfield three haven't really protected the back four, and that's made them a little bit open, and that's why they've conceded lots of chances. And I mean, you know, as 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 good as a result was against Everton, which is always good when you beat beat them in the derby. Don't forget Tarkowski, you know, six inches and the, and the, Everton were one nil up. And obviously we scored from the breakaway. But um so it's it's always those little little finer moments in games that define the, the ultimate outcome with me. So we'll, we'll just wait and see and because I, I you know I'm I'm a little bit going tonight to work and I'm thinking I'm also a little bit prepared to think uh, this this might be a really big task, uh, and it'd be really interesting to see if if they're up to it. 
Is it still a concern, Mark, that that Jurgen Klopp doesn't seem to know his best starting eleven? Like I, I know, look at you. The likes of Kanate has only played what five games this season in the league, and mm. Jota hasn't scored since last April. But aside from players being out of form, he, he still doesn't know his best eleven. Is that a fair fair assumption? Um, I, I think I think he does now. Um, so obviously availability is, is always the key. I think as soon as Kanate's fit, you get slotted back in. Uh, Joe Gomez has done okay. Um, but he generally makes a mistake a game. He, I, I think he seems to lack a little bit of concentration to, at times. There's no shortage of ability, but that seems to happen with him. He'll be better, obviously, playing alongside Van Dijk. So Kanate would be in. Um, and probably Thiago would be in the team. I mean, Fabinho's the one because since he came back from the World Cup, um, he's been poor in all honesty. And I know that um, the family, they've just had a baby and, and that. And maybe maybe he's had some late nights or, or, or whatever whatever it is. He was a little better on Saturday. But I'm still looking at the game and I'm thinking in midfield is just absolutely, totally the key today because um, if Madrid play well, they'll keep the ball and they make it extremely difficult for Liverpool. I think he does know his best 11 now after the last two weeks. Yeah. I think... Henderson is going to start. I think Fabinho is going to start. I think Batch is going to start. And then the front three is the front three now. Mm. That's it. That like yeah. those, he's going to give them a run of ten games and see how they go. I would say so, absolutely. And as I say, as soon as Canati's fit, I think they'll get him back straight back in. And hopefully, you know what it's like, guys. I was listening to you there talking about the, the rugby and everything, and um, you know it's all about momentum at that level because everybody's got the ability. There's no doubt about it, and. Obviously, once you get the momentum and you get um, the confidence and consistency, and you've got really good players, you start winning games. What whatever sport it is, is that a real thing, Mark? Is that something that you, you certainly notice in your own career? Momentum as a as a yeah. tangible thing that that helps. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Because you know, I mean, if you get momentum and you you start playing well and you start winning games, if you've got outstanding players, and dare I say, it, the, the game can become quite easy. And you've got, you know, fantastic confidence. And you've got, when you've got really good players, you're all very comfortable on the ball. It, it doesn't half make a difference. And it, it also, what it does is it kind of, it gives you this feeling of not that, not that you're, um, you know, you're brilliant or anything like that, but you just, you just know with the consistency and the form that with the players you have in the team, you're going to win a majority of games. And sometimes you, that's where you go on these big long runs of, you know, 15, 20 games unbeaten. Can I ask you about um, uh, the re-emergence of Rafa Benitez over the last five, six weeks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, you can. He's made Put it... his head above the parapet. Good old Rafa. Yeah, yeah. There's a big piece in the London Times today remembering when he beat he he beat Real Madrid and remembering when uh, Sergio Ramos used to tell him stuff and how he met uh, Bacetic's father uh, out in China and... It's basically like a, a Forrest Gump style, uh, all the key moments of history. And I, and I don't want to diminish his, his time at Liverpool as, as manager. No. Um, but like it's been, it has become known somehow that of all of the jobs in the Premier League that might become available, the one that would interest him the most is the West Ham job. Um, now certainly he hasn't, hasn't denied this, and I suspect maybe there's an agent somewhere trying to chisel him in, but it seems a little bit, um, I don't know, does it, it doesn't, doesn't seem entirely That's kosher. A- I'll tell you what it is. Rafa, Rafa's bored, and he he obviously wants a job. His, his missus, I mean, you know, because in all the jobs that he's had in the last few few years, 
the, his wife and the two kids have never moved. They still live on the on the Wirral, which is you know you go through the Mersey Tunnel to get to, to Liverpool from from the Wirral, and 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 the deal has always been that you know look we're not moving the kids, uh, the, the, you know they're at school, all those kind of things, and and Raf has gone and done his thing. I mean he went he went to China for for God's sake. Who would want to go and manage in China? I know that the money's fabulous, but not not for me. So I think he's just is is at that time now. I'm in the Leeds job maybe come up he might have a chance with that so now I just think it's I think it's timing it's like oh do just remember me remember what I did and um he won't be short in telling people what he's done but you know he um is a, a really nice bloke but he, he wants a job doesn't he basically is is the bottom line but isn't David Moyes the best man to take West Ham through to the end of the season he's the one with the relegation battle experiences yeah well, I'm I'm obviously biased because he's my pal. So um, yeah, he, he absolutely totally is, and I don't um, I don't think I don't think he's under any great pressure from the hierarchy, of which which obviously they, they lost uh, one of the guys the other week, didn't he? Unfortunately, who passed away. But yeah, I think I think David Sullivan is very much in uh, in Moses' corner, and obviously they need to win some games. And I'm not. I've been really surprised that they've not really. I thought they start to pull away, but it's certainly not been that way. But yeah, he's is. Listen, I'm, I, he was. He's a firefighter, isn't he? Basically, in, in in football, and he makes the team very difficult to beat. But obviously, at the weekend to be beaten by Tottenham was 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 a poor result for him. But they probably had a little look. The owners probably had a little look around at who they could possibly get if if the situation got worse. And he's probably looking around and thinking. Well, actually, what West Ham need is David Moyes. It was a bit like when Sam Allardyce was there and he left. And, and it was like, well, what they actually need was Sam, Sam Allardyce. I mean, obviously completely different. But, yeah, I, I, I think he'll be fine. He'll just, he'll just get his head down and work even harder. But uh, they need something and they need to start soon, definitely. We're guilty, I think, Mark, sometimes in the media and certainly football fans as well of, of maybe thinking of uh, football managers as maybe not humans with, with actual human emotions. Like, how does, yeah. how does David deal with, with pressure like this when people are talking about the, <clears throat> the sack race and the, the relegation battle and all that? Does it get to him or, or is, he, no. is he well capable of coping with it? No, he doesn't change. It, it, in, it, in fairness to him, he doesn't change whether they've won six or they, they, they've lost six. In, well, I want to say that he probably works even harder if, if they've lost six. No, he's just a, it's a real football, football man. He's not really got anything else in his life. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. Um, and he's just, he, he, he lives very close to the, uh, to the ground um, and he basically spends nearly all his day at the training ground, all these day planning, plotting, coaching, cajoling, whatever you want to call it, and his his work ethic is as good as it was. It's up there with Fergie, and you know preparation, all those kind of things. But he he, he needs a bit of a break at the moment, so hopefully he'll get one. But you're right, you know you, you need when you when you're struggling down there, you, you need scrappers and you need scrappers in your team, and you need a manager who's who's obviously extremely driven, which he is. Declan Rice was kind of uh, less than I don't know. Maybe maybe we over read too much into this. He was saying the five at the back and three in midfield left the two strikers isolated. Maybe that's just a good tactical analysis of what they did, and and yeah. we, sh- we should expect that. Or the way it's being sold is oh, Rice is unhappy at the tactics, and um, you know yeah. he's got a re- got a great relationship with with Declan Rice. But I think everybody knows that Declan's going in the summer. 
um, where he goes to and, and you know, wh- whatever he does, obviously that, that's down to him. But they, they, I think they're looking around already. Um, and in all honesty, if you if you were looking around for a similar type of player, you'd be looking at Man City and you'd be looking at Phillips, wouldn't you? Um, who obviously doesn't get anywhere near the team. And, you know, if you're talking over 100 million for Declan Rice, you might get Phillips for 40, 40 mil um, and another couple of players. So he's always been good at that, Moses. He's, he's, and he's improved players and sold them on. His record at Everton with, with buying players and selling them was is actually, when you look at it, is incredible. And, and the amount of money he made for the football club. So, yeah, I think I think I think Declan Rice will be gone in the summer, and and obviously somebody will come in. It, it actually, you know, it might need two players to come and take his position, which which happens at club because he's at club. Sorry, because he is that good a player, Rice. All right, we we'll leave it there. Enjoy the game tonight, Mark. Thanks a million. Will do. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 